0: Take it from the top. One, two. <laughs> My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you uh-huh. ready uh-huh. to uh-huh. rock your Y'all. Uh-huh. Oh, hello and welcome to another episode of Linky stops Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to thank you for tuning in. Oh my goodness. So we are on episode 18. Like this podcast is like grown now. Like we on some grown and shit. So I have changed the cover picture for my podcast. Um, you guys probably noticed that. Um, I was like, yeah, I want to be grown and sexy. Mm-hmm. So check out the podcast cover. I really, really like it. But damn, like episode 18, that's so crazy. Um, probably would have been further than this one. Well, most likely will be further than the 18th um episode had I not taken any time off this summer to like, you know, travel and things like that. But just the same. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in for my people who have been with me since episode one a special thank you um, to you all. I, I really appreciate you all. Um, for my new listeners that are joining in, welcome and thank you. Make sure you tell a friend. Uh, make sure you spread the word. You let folks know just how dope you think this podcast is, right? I <laughs> you know I ask y'all that every week, but yeah, like, let them know. This week, um, <laughs> this week was a doozy, right? So um the funny, it's not even a funny story. Now it's a funny story and I can look back in and, and kind of chuckle, but not really shit. Um, but the story for this week actually led me into the episode uh, topic for this week. So I'm like minding my business earlier in the week and um sometimes I'll like go through my old posts, you know, read comments, see if I missed anybody's comment, see if somebody tried to sneak some shit up in there and I gotta curse them the fuck out. I don't know. Do a little block party. Um it's few and far between. Like when I get like bored or just like nothing to do, I'm just chilling. I'll just like do the explore, like go down my page or whatever. And I'd be looking at old posts that I'd be posting like, you know, what, you funny as shit, Nikki, you you are hilarious. So anyway, so I come across the picture that I had taken, um, Patrick and I, and I had posted it, um, the top of the week of last week, excuse me. And I saw, (laughs) I saw that my ex-husband had commented on it. And he's like, I'm happy you found love, but you're keeping me away from my son and you're hurting me. And ever since I got married and blah, 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 blah. And I'm reading this shit. And my initial thing was I bust out laughing because I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I screenshot it and I sent it to my sisters. <laughs> bust out I me mean, like we were like cracking up. And they were like, are you fucking serious? Like this is this is his angle now. Now you're keeping him away from Kingston. And now you're mad that he got married. You divorced him. And I was like, listen, uh le- le- listen, let him have it. But then I started to like really think, like, this is is this how you really feel? And this is how you really got other people thinking and all of this other stuff. And then I started thinking like you didn't came and put this shit on my page. You know, where I'm sure you see that I have a following, where I'm sure that you see that this is an avenue um, that I run business on and you didn't think to DM me. You you like wanted to be messy. You like wanted to like come on my page with this lion ass bullshit. And I found it very peculiar that he chose to leave this particular comment on a picture of me and Patrick. Didn't think to leave it on the picture of Kingston. Didn't think to leave it on the picture of Kingston and I, you know, which I also have on my, on my page, but of me and, oh, you want my attention. Got you. So, um, what I did was, you know, I deleted the comment or whatever and I, I unblocked him, um, from my phone cause I had blocked him like a year, I want to say a year ago. And, um, you know, I just basically, I hit him with the flex with my receipts and everything, and I'm just like, you know, dude, you hadn't seen, up until you getting married, you hadn't seen your son in two years. You, we are going on four years that you haven't seen your son. You know what I mean? Um, You name call, you disrespect the fuck out of my son, Um, you're disrespectful as hell to him, you are an in and out father, and this has absolutely dick to do with you getting fucking, met, like, nigga, I want you to fucking move on. I told you that when I divorced you. When you were bitter, when you were upset that I was moving the fuck on, when you were mad that I wanted a divorce, I told you, whoever the her for you is, she ain't me. Just like the him for me, ain't you? And I got to release myself and I got to release you so I can find who the fuck is for me and you can find who the fuck is for you. Now, because you decided to be upset and everything that you couldn't get the package deal and now you want to take it out on my son And because Kingston is now older, because I told him you can't treat Kingston the way that you treat him and think that he's always going to be this little cookie cutter kid who is not going to question anything that you do. He's going to start seeing you for who you are. And then what? And I don't talk down about my ex-husband to Kingston. So Kingston got to a point um, earlier this year where he was tired of them like you 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 get married you don't even tell your son you know what i mean like kingston had asked for um i didn't believe i'm telling my damn business but this was what the fuck it is we're gonna heal together y'all in the we we don't like to tell our business but i'm just saying this to to give you all some background um kingston had asked for school supplies he told kingston he didn't have it and i'm like school supplies really 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 Um, like you don't, you don't pay child support for this. You don't do anything for this kid. You don't check for this kid. Nothing. He's had his own phone since he was four years old. So you wouldn't even have to come through me. You know, you, 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 you go straight to the source. Your son decided to fucking block you. Your son decided that he didn't want to speak to you anymore. And because now you see, oh, damn. I can act like my son doesn't exist. I can pick and choose when I want to speak to my son and I want to be a half ass father. And damn, not only is uh, he accepting of that now, but now he don't want shit to do with me. It's not fun no more. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. And now you want to flex. Oh, but you doing it on the right fucking page. What the fuck I got to do with that? What the fuck I got to do with that? And then you're going to bring this shit on my motherfucking page, well, I don't do that, and I told him, that, 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 that is hood wrapped decorum, and you know that I do not engage in peasantry fucking decorum, you should know that shit, so, um, my sisters, you know, some friends and everything were like, you know, you really handled that really well, because I know a lot of people will be 38 hot right now, and, you know, you've always had a way of handling, you know, with your ex-husband, and things with Kingston like you've never and that's what really kind of like and I told him this we've since talked about it and he's apologized and I was like oh no 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 no, no nigga don't give me no motherfucking private apology when the motherfucking disrespect was so public <clears throat> but we've talked about it he's realized how stupid the fuck he sound especially when Kingston was like yeah no I didn't want to speak to you yeah it was me yeah it was me it wasn't mom you know and it was kind of like oh well I, I I see why I, I I I see why things were the way that they were and I understand. Now we got the hat and hands look. Now we went from motherfucking um Rick Ross. We went from I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far to now we had and hands Johnny. Oh, okay. And I was just like, Don't you fucking ever. But anywho, um my sister always says that um my co parenting, like I'm just so I don't want to say go with the flow, but like, um, I've just never been down for bullshit. I don't want no drama. I'm not going to bring no drama to your your dough. You're not going to bring my, none to my door. Um, we're going to take care of this kid. And if we, if you don't want to help me, listen, I'm going to move the fuck on and take care of my kid the way that I've been doing. You know, like I don't do back and forth. I don't do bullshit. Oh, and that's another thing. The dude, when I say the dude, I mean my ex-husband, um, he missed four court appearances for custody and visitation. Four, count four. I had to put an ad out in the paper for his ass. Could not find him. Could not find him. And I was awarded um, sole legal and physical custody of our son. You did not show up. And so you think that, time stops. No, time moves on. Okay. You don't want to be his father. You don't want to do shit for him. You don't want to help me support this kid because you feel as though I'm balling and I should be able to afford it. And that's another thing that really kills me. Um, when I hear the non-custodial parent always tell the custodial, the custodial parent that, um, they, you, well, you got it. Listen, my ability to take care of our son, does not relieve you of your responsibility to assist me. I say that all the time. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate that. You know, people always want to talk about women get pregnant by ballers and the ballers are paying all of this money and a girl, don't she set for life. Listen, this shit happens to women too. Where well, we're over here, you know, taking care and I'm not talking about, you know, of course we have our single moms who may be you know, um, um, trying to make ends meet. And that's even, and I've been there working the two jobs, doing all of this, um, trying to, to, to rob Peter to pay Paul and shit like that. Yeah. We have those sisters too, but we also have your women, your movers and your shakers, you know, women who make a nice piece of coin and you have these dudes who be like, Oh, you got it. Oh, well, who got it? I I, I, I got it right. Me, 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 me. I, I got it for me. You know, we need to have it for our kid, okay? Because I, I, I'm good, but we need to have it for our kid. So um, I wanted to put together a podcast um, about co-parenting with an ex who is not ideal, a toxic ex, if you want to call it. Um, I know I have a lot of clients and I know a lot of women who um, co-parent with narcissistic ex exes, excuse me. And that is the worst. So, um, I, I, in a perfect world, you know, people break up, people get divorces, whatever. And, you know, you still think that you want to be adult enough to co-parent. I mean, like, and that's what I told my ex-husband, like, damn, like we couldn't get this marriage thing. Right. But like, damn, let's get this parenting shit. Right. And for the longest time, up until we got to this point, I would let him run over me, railroad me, just take advantage, all for the sake of Kingston having a relationship with him. I allowed him to disrespect, debase, degrade, not assist me, just like, no, you know, because he. I wanted Kingston to have a father. I grew without my father. And I'm just thinking I'm doing my son just this big justice just to allow him to watch his father just get away with fucking murder. And luckily, you know, Kingston is at the age now where he can add up one plus one. And if he don't get fucking two, it's a problem. You know, it's like, hold up, wait a minute. So in a way, I kind of was like, oh. You know, because when he came to the realization about some things about his dad, I was kind of like, damn, my baby is hurting. But on the other end, I was kind of like, OK, <sighs> well, now, you know, we got a new perspective because a girl been biting the tongue and everything. And he's starting to lean on his own understanding. And even then, I don't jump into it like, yeah, your daddy ain't shit. Daddy. I still be like, well, you know, King, um, that's that. You know, of course, we have Patrick you know, whatever, you're blessed. Um, but we we, 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 we we can't go left. We can't go brawlic on them, you know, whatever. Still mind your manners. So anyway, I wanted to talk about, um, enough about me. I wanted to talk about co-parenting and just like give some tips. Um, I just wanted to give some tips on it. Um, so first, let's get into the definition of co-parenting because a lot of people don't know what it means. Um, so co-parenting... It generally refers to a parenting situation where adults share the duties of parenting a child or children. Um, Co-parents, they can have a variety of um, configurations, like it can be um, a, a mother and a father. It can be a parent with an adult sibling or a grandparent, or a parent and another adult relationship. So the co-parent relationship typically differs from an intimate relationship between adults in that the focal point is primarily on the child, right? So basically, you all have a relationship, a non-intimate relationship, where the common denominator is this child or our children. So um, let's first get into um, what you can do to co-parent with a toxic ex. <laughs> so I'm going to giggle, right? Because that was a trick. That was a trick statement. You cannot co-parent with a toxic ex. You cannot co-parent with a narcissist. You can not. One more time. You can't. You can't. You can't. Okay, one more time. You cannot. I don't care how flexible you are. I don't care how much you bend over backwards. I don't give a fuck how firm you are. No matter how hard you try, every attempt that you do to kill him with kindness. Oh, I'm just going to beat a bigger person that shit going to fail at the end. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot rationalize with an irrational person. I'm sure some of y'all have heard this before. The same thing happens when we're talking about co-parenting. You cannot rationalize with an irrational ass motherfucker. You cannot. It's not going to happen. Why? Because co-parenting requires shared effort and shared intent. We both have to put forth an effort to be parents to our child or to our children, and we both have to have a shared intent to parent this child in the best way possible. The best way. Not what I'm the most comfortable with or what you're the most comfortable with, but the best way possible that positively benefits the child or the children, right? So let's break the word down a little bit. Let's think about the word co. Co means together, mutual, or in common, correct? So narcissists do not share the same goal as you. They cannot and do not put their child's best interest before their own. Why? Because it's about them. It's the me show, And kids fucking are included in this. They be like, fuck they kids too. Yes, it ain't just fuck you, it's fuck these kids too. It's about me. A lot of people think, especially when we get into these relationships with these motherfucking narcissists, we think, oh, he might just be this way with me. Or, oh, she might be just this way with me. No, baby girl, it's fuck them kids too. No, baby boy, it's fuck them kids too. No, 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 no. It encompasses everybody. Narcissists want to be first. It does not matter who's taking the back seat, whether it's mama, baby mama, or baby. You gonna take the back seat, right? So when you try to co-parent with a narcissist, it's like you're trying to, it's like you're trying to drive a bus with one fucking hand. It's like you're trying to row a boat with one oar and the other person is using their shit to just slowly add water in the motherfucking boat. Your boat can't go straight when you're paddling on one side. You know what happens when you paddle a boat on one side? How many of y'all been to fucking camp? That shit go in a circle. If I just got my oar on my side and I'm just rowing on my side, we just gonna go in a motherfucking circle i'm spun out over you ain't that the song um you got me going in circles yes that's what the fuck you're gonna be doing you know you can try um to stop this shit but it's not going to the only time the boat is going to stop is when it sinks so i want to say this i understand that breaking up is hard to do I get it. I understand that divorcing is hard to do. In my case, it wasn't because the bitch was tired, and I was just trying to get the fuck on um, and start anew before I hit my 30s, Um, but I get it, and you know, it turns very nice people into assholes, so... I want you all to kind of separate someone who might be just going through the, the motions or the rigmarole of um, adjusting to the fact that the relationship is over, adjusting to the fact that the marriage is over, because that is natural. You know, I, I like to liken divorce sometimes to death. It's a death in the family, you know, and sometimes I think that it can be a bit more sinister than an actual death in a family because this person is dead to you, but you know that they're still alive. How crazy is that? You can't reach out and touch this person. You can't have a conversation with this person. You can't cohabitate with this person, um, go back to how things used to be with this person, but this person is still alive and well and kicking. You know, sometimes that can fuck you up more than an actual death because you cannot access this person anymore drive some people crazy, you know? That's why a lot of times they say that the most dangerous um, point in a person, particularly a woman's life, is when she's leaving a relationship, you know, when that reality sets in, but moving right along. So um, for us to kind of ascertain whether or not we're, we're talking about someone who might just be going through the, the 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 motions of adjusting maybe having a little bit an acute um adjustment disorder um let's see how we can differentiate between these type of people and just a toxic ass person who you cannot co-parent with so ask yourself this is your ex controlling are they emotionally abusive insensibly difficult does um, she or he minimize, deny, or shift the blame? Does she or he try to intimidate or isolate you or your children? And do they exhibit any signs of parental alienation? So if you answer no, that's good news. You just got a motherfucker that needs some time to get over you a little bit. You know, give him a little time. Stop. Do not continue on. You know, go shopping. Go whatever. You know, this ain't for you, but, um, because it's probably, your ex is probably not a narcissist, probably not, not too toxic or not toxic to the point where, um, it's detrimental to your children or even you. They just, like I said, they just have to adjust to some shit. You might have to give them some time. I don't know. Um, but if you've answered yes to one, a few of those, it's likely that you are dealing with a toxic-ass person, you know? Um, and a lot of times we think that we can just cut somebody off and just never go back. And that was one of the biggest things that I struggled with. Um, when I divorced, I was so used to, I'm, you know, I just cut people off. and Like, so-and-so who? Uh, no, I don't know who you're talking about. But with my ex-husband, I could not because I had to co parent and I think that that's why so early on, I was so proactive in Kingston having his own means of communication with his father. I didn't want, listen, I don't want shit to do with you. You know, here's a cell phone. You call him when you want to. You text him when you want to. Um, when he's with you, if I need to reach him, I'll call him when I want to. I'll text him when I want to. What the fuck we need to talk about him for? It, it ain't like you helping me take care of him. So what the hell we need to have a conversation for? It ain't like, you know, we're talking about school shopping. It's not like we're talking about um, what type of medical plan he should be on. It's not like we're talking about anything that has to do with his care. So you and I don't need to talk, you know, and that's how it worked. Um, When it came to visitation, he would pick him up from school on Friday. This is how how trail I was, y'all. He would pick him up from school on Friday and he would drop him off on Monday. I mean, it was beautiful. I, I I just was like, this is just beautiful. And he, he wasn't feeling that shit, but it, it, it was the way the fuck it was. It, it is what the fuck it is. So, um, those were, th- those were those things, um, with he and I. So, um, I don't know if I wanted to say that initially, um, he was like toxic, but I just was done. And it was just like, we don't have anything to talk about. You know, I definitely want you to be in your kid's life. Definitely. I never keep him from you, even though you don't assist me with him. But you don't have to go through me to get to him. I don't ever want to be, you, are you keeping me? No, don't ever want you to say that shit. That's why when he left that shit on my page, I was like, nigga, are you fucking serious? But anyway, um, unfortunately, we can't always cut ties and look, and never look back right? Because we have to think of our children and normally they are better off having a relationship with both of their biological parents. Um, Of course, this isn't a perfect world where neither of them are toxic. Um, However, when your ex happens to be toxic or narcissistic, sometimes parallel parenting is the only choice that you have. So parallel parenting requires any healthy, cooperative person to consciously unlearn and rewire themselves, right? So we're not co-parenting with this toxic parent. We are parallel parenting. And do y'all know what the parallel is? Think of parallel parking. Think of a parallelogram. Think of anything fucking parallel. We just going, to be on the side. It's a line. Just align ourselves. You know, you here. I'm here, we're going the same way, but there's distance between the two of us, right? There's that distance between the two of us. We need that distance between the two of us. I'm gonna show you all, I'm gonna tell you all, um, you know, the steps to do this. So the first one is you have to recognize the dynamic and recognize the cycle. So is there a pattern to your communication? How frequent is the back and forth? How reactive are you? What's making things worse? Do you have anxiety? If so, when and what heightens it? What are you afraid of? This is not a rhetorical question. What are you afraid of, actually? Like, are you afraid of failing as a parent, losing your children? How has your ex manipulated you into believing you must engage to protect yourself or your children? And are those fears logical whatsoever? Write it out, write it down, and then reduce it to facts. Where are you at and what must change? I'll be the first to tell you. I used to engage with my ex-husband because I thought he would take him from me. Yep. I thought that, you know, if I don't give him what he wants, um, he'll just, he'll just, he'll just, he'll just take him from me. And like when I would talk to one of my sisters, she would be like, that is the most dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. But it would paralyze me you know, like, I can't lose my baby, you know, I, I, so I'll give you whatever you want, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do whatever you want, you know, you don't want to pay child support, it's fucked up, but, you know, all right, um, you get to see Kingston whenever you want to, um, and I'll just work, you know, two jobs, three jobs, whatever, I'll just work, you know, I just, I, I was afraid, it, it, I was so paralyzed with fear I lived in a city at that time I had moved to where his family was from, so it was me against you know them and I just thought you know he has all of this um support and manpower and everything because I stayed in South Carolina after we divorced so that I could finish grad school um before I moved back to, to the D.C. area because it was so much cheaper down there. The cost of living was cheaper. So I could work, go to school, and, you know, have kinks and do my mom shit. But I would not have been able to do it up here. I I know that I wouldn't have been able to. So um, that shit used to paralyze the fuck out of me. And everyone used to think it was just like, that is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Are you serious, Nicole? But yes, um, I didn't want my son to ever say I kept him away from his father. That was another thing. Um, And I was manipulated a lot with that. A lot, a lot, a lot, but it's true. Um, Once I like really looked at my fears and asked myself, is this shit even logical, Nicole? No, it was not logical. And I empowered myself to take my power back, be a, a, a mouthpiece for not just myself, but for my son. And you couldn't tell me shit next. Two, establish new boundaries. Only communicate via email or parenting portal. There are sites that allow parents to speak to each other, like um, apps. One is called Talking Parents. And um, Talking Parent is actually admissible in court, and it has read receipts. And this prevents your ex from claiming that uh, she or he didn't get the message. Um, Also, you should block them on social media. Increase your privacy settings and do not text. Establish a rule, a set of rules for yourself. How often will you check the messages and how long will you wait to respond? Do not give in to triangulation. That's only good when it, it comes to research for my researchers out there. Make rules for when you will answer calls for the child. Now, I'm not saying be petty. Don't say you want answer calls for this kid between 12 o'clock a.m. Um, or, or 12 o'clock p.m. and 12.05 p.m. Like, don't do that. Um, be reasonable and be tactful, but do not share these rules with your ex. This is creating boundaries for you, not creating more ways for them to permeate your psyche. So I know when I talk about boundary talk and I say, all right, you you, you set your boundaries And you let them know what your boundaries are. This is one situation where you're setting boundaries for yourself. Don't tell the other person. Because when you're dealing with toxicity and when you're dealing with narcissism, (laughs) it ain't about you, again. And they're going to make sure it's not about you, right? So say I decide to tell my ex-husband that I will not be taking any calls after 8 p.m., right? So, yeah, like, hey, like, after 8, you know, that's Kingston's bedtime, you know, blah, 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 blah. We unwind, you know, um, let's, yeah, we're, we're not going to, let's not speak after 8, you know, either, unless it's an emergency, which it shouldn't be a fucking emergency because my kid is with me. And uh, if you got an emergency, you need to fucking hang up and down now on the fuck one. What the fuck you calling me for? So I tell him this, and then he starts intentionally calling at 801, 815, 820, just to see if I answer. And if I do answer, oh, baby girl and baby boy, when we dealing with narcissists and toxic ass people, that inch will turn back into a mouth. And they will go on to call them, calling, excuse me, whenever the fuck they feel like it. Because your boundary has now failed. So, um, let's say that you don't, you know, um, you don't answer. And you get emails saying how uh, unreasonable you're being. Again, what the fuck is the, if I'm telling you, if you're telling this person that bedtime is so-and-so, or hey, just don't call after nine, you know, so-and-so goes to bed at nine, you know, don't call after nine. Again, what the fuck is the emergency if the kid is with you? The fuck they calling for 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock. Again, if this is an emergency, hang up and down 9 to fuck 1-1. You know? Call the bitch you was fucking hanging out with when you were supposed to be over here getting this baby. You know, what the fuck you calling over here for? You know? So, again, it is very rare that something is truly pressing that they need to get in contact with you after that certain hour. You know? So, you have to silently set your rules and communicate. Facilitate communication when it becomes appropriate please do not give your ex an opening for engagement or manipulation because i'm telling you every little every little pocket of opportunity that you give them to manipulate to terrorize to be toxic especially if they have not gotten over the situation they're gonna use it they're gonna use it they're gonna use it they're gonna gonna fucking use it they're gonna use it they're gonna use it you know, so that's what your new boundaries need to be. My new boundary was, if you need to reach Kingston, you can reach him on his phone. Don't call me. Don't, 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 don't listen, don't, don't call me. Don't, don't, don't call me. Um, Reach him on his phone. Now, thinking back, that might have been extreme, but that's where the fuck I was at that point. So much shit had happened. So much disrespect and so much whatever. I you know we don't need to talk. You can talk to Kingston that way, you know? Um, and Kingston had an alarm on his phone, like after a certain hour at bedtime, his phone went into sleep mode. So I didn't have to tell him, don't call Kingston after so-and-so, which probably would have, uh, what do you mean? I can't call my son so-and-so. It was automatically taken care of. He could try to call him The shit goes straight to voicemail. Try again tomorrow, you know? So you, you kind of have to teach them what your new life looks, looks like, excuse me, with the, the, the setting of boundaries and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, you're not being a hard ass. No, now, like I said, don't take this shit and be on some 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 other shit. Don't take this shit and it's only a window of five minutes that they can talk to their kid. Don't be petty. Come on now. And don't be saying, oh, Nikki said that. No, 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 no. Nikki ain't say shit. No, no, Nikki ain't said such a thing. No such a thing. No such a thing. Is that what Harpo said on fucking Color Purple? no, 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 such a thing. I didn't say that. Cause if they bring me before a judge, I'm motherfucking squealing like if I'm, I'm bringing this whole ass fucking episode. Cause Nikki did not say that. I didn't. Um. So set your boundaries to honor you. Set your boundaries for your peace of mind. You know, but but don't 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 be an asshole when y'all when y'all do it. You know, don't 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 do that. Okay. Next, if you don't have a court order, you better file for one. Take the time to plan out what you want. If you go before a judge without a plan, you will get a standardized agreement, and these are for parents who can co-parent and not for parents who have one of them as a motherfucking narcissistic or a toxic ex, okay? So the standardized plan will be for the people who, you know what, this just isn't working out between us anymore. Let's get divorced and let's co-parent. Oh yeah, and we rock. It's for those motherfuckers. It ain't for you. Okay, so don't go in there getting that standardized shit. You need that shit to be tailored just for you. So look at your state's typical parenting plan and modify it to the best interest of your children. Not you. The best interest of your children. At first glance, you may think it sounds fair, but that's because you intend on following it and are expecting reciprocity. But don't be jaded by false hope. I want you to go line by line and consider how your ex could use stipulations to further her or his control. How will she or he communicate with the children when they are in your house? Remember, cell phones. How are the children engaged? I mean, how are the children exchanged and where? Remember, I said to school. But it's up to you. You know, you might want to exchange them at mama's house. Or shit the Burger King. I don't know. That's up to you. But that shit was in my shit. Yeah, at school. I, I, I kid you not, that was in my order. You will pick him up from school on Friday on your weekend. He had him every other weekend. You will pick him up from school on Friday. Um, and I'll even, I'll even send you with some starter clothes for him. You know, that way you put him the clothes. Hey, the, the, now my sister was like, you you better than me. Because he would wash them clothes that week. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is my baby here. So I sent him with some starter clothes. Um, When I sent him on Friday... He played whatever. And on Monday, he put those clothes um, that I sent, one of those outfits on him on Monday. And well, I ain't even got to deal with a bag of clothes to do laundry. Nope. That was so easy. So easy. So, yes. How are, how are the children exchanged and where? What happens if you're running late or get sick or have car trouble? What are your alternatives with your backup? What information are you required to communicate about? And what is the timeline for turnaround? When do you want them to get back with you? What decisions, if any, can you reasonably be expected to make together? And remember, you need an order that doesn't provide your ex with room for interpretation. Gray area, and listen to me, gray area is a license to be difficult and a recipe for disaster. You don't want him to mean on his own motherfucking... um. His own motherfucking understanding when it comes to interpreting the court order. You don't want her to lean to her own jaded ass, narcissistic um, um, um understanding when it comes to interpreting the court order. Think of it like this. Think, Think of it as if you're explaining it to a five-year-old. That is how detailed and concise you need to be. That's a rule of thumb that I, I have for anything, any of my business shit. That's a nugget for y'all. Well, my contracts, um, my, my instructions for my assistant, not, not calling her a dunce, but like, you know, I, I explain it like I'm explaining it to a five-year-old and I don't have no fucking problem. Hey, oh, I thought you would know that. Well, any damn adult would know that. Well, any, no, 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 We're not taking that for fucking chance. So yes. And don't, don't, don't listen to these people talking about you getting a white man in our business and you going to court. Listen, the white man was in your motherfucking business when y'all got that fucking birth certificate for that fucking kid. Okay? okay. 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 White man been in your motherfucking business since your kid got a motherfucking social security number. White man been in your business. Okay. 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 So stop that shit and stop listening to that shit. White man in your business. Yes. He in your fucking business. And he going to be in this motherfucking court order, too. So stop, 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 stop. Stop listening to that shit. Stop. Next, if you already have a court order, expect your ex to break it. But be grateful, right? I know you're like, what you mean be grateful? Listen, listen, listen. They are just showing their spots in a documentable a documentable way. Excuse me. Do not address it with your ex. Don't don't bring that shit up to them. Hey, I noticed you're so-and-so. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Just take, you know, take your notes, quietly take your notes. And after you've built up a case, you take your ex back to court. Because what a lot of people don't realize, especially my brothers out here, who like to say somebody keeping somebody away from their kid. And I'd be like, oh, you you, you have a station? You have a court order? Oh, no. So how the fuck she keeping you away from your kid? She just won't let me see him. Well, have you gone to court to get... Um, custody visitation. Oh no! Ooh, why the fuck not? And then I get the the door the door blank. Uh uh uh. Listen, you get you a court order, visitation, whatever, child support, whatever. A lot of people don't realize that that is a legally binding order. If she doesn't allow you to see your child, she can get locked up for that. Just like if he's not paying his child support or she's not paying her child support, they can get locked up for that. Right? Um, <clears throat> I got a friend of mine. That motherfucker don't pay his child support. She, she, she wants a rule to show cause. A rule, tell me why he hasn't paid it. Bring him before the judge. And if it's not good enough for the judge, lock his ass up. Because by him not paying his child support, he is disobeying a court order. See, get out of your feelings and look at the shit for what the fuck it is. When she doesn't allow you to see your children, she is disobeying a court order. Right? And if she disobeys it enough, they lock her ass up and then guess who the kids be with? You. But that's if you really want them. Because some guys just like to say, she keeping me away from my kids and be lying like shit. You really don't want them fucking kids. You know, that's just comfortable for you to say. That is just comfortable. Um, I got a best friend of mine, a guy best friend, um, whose baby mother was taking him through that shit. He played no fucking games with her motherfucking ass. You cannot keep somebody from their child. Stop it. But we're going to address this shit later. Um, After you've built your case up, you take your ex back to court and you push for sanctions, like I just said. Rule the show cause or lock them up. And fight for sole decision-making rights or custody. You may need a third party to facilitate the exchanges. Perhaps maybe mama do it. I don't know, um, a guardian at litem, a caseworker, I'm not sure. Um, but it 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 it's it may not be appropriate for your ex to communicate with the children through you. So you can do counseling, monitor visits, um, psychosocial evaluations, whatever it takes. Always put your your children's needs first, but remember that kids desperately want to see their parents model healthy boundaries, right? Um, so this should be your primary concern. I mean, I understand that not always we can co-parent effectively with um <laughs> people act like they got some damn sense, but try to try to what I've always tried to do was I want Kingston to have a a healthy outlook of what the dynamics between a man and a woman is supposed to be so all right marriage didn't work divorce so i'm not going to be cursing his dad out and and, and you know you don't help me and and telling him you know i ask your father when i know his father don't got it or i know his father's going to tell him no I, i i don't even do that you know hey whatever My main focal point is I want Kingston to be able to engage in his own healthy relationship when he gets older. So, you know, um, I pick my battles. And it's just, hey, let's just not do it. Let's just not communicate, Um, especially if, like, you're going to be treating my son like this and all of this other stuff. And if it's something that I need to say to, like, blow steam off or whatever— I'll speak with a family member about it like my mom I'll speak with my best friend about her or one of my sisters I don't ever curse him out especially in front of my son or say anything to Kingston about him no like so, so 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 don't 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 do that don't do that either don't do that either I know it's hard especially when these kids think that the other parent walk on water you know and you ain't seen a nickel but you know you just 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 don't do that so next. Your ex will try to compete with you. Do not engage. If you haven't noticed yet, the name of the game is do not engage, right? So if you remember and follow only three words from this Magna Carta, pick those three. Do not engage. If you have majority time sharing, you probably also have the burden of majority disciplining, majority chores, majority schoolwork. The deck is stacked against you in the fun parent department. I get it. Let it go. Allow your kids to be excited to see your ex, encourage and support them, be happy for them. That's what you ultimately want after all, right? For your kids to be happy. So children wish to believe their parents, and that is parents with an S on the end, hang the moon. Let them believe it for as long as they can. Do not probe your children or pull the veil from their eyes. You'll watch it slip down only for your kids to slide it back up over and over again. Don't take offense to this. Okay. Consider how long you stayed with that person or how long you held on to the idea of co-parenting. Even when your friends and everybody else was like, you you use you, a dumbass for doing that. You need leave this motherfucker alone. You needed time, right? Your kids need time too. And you are an adult. So imagine it for the children. So learning you were wrong about a loved one is a hard truth to swallow, especially for a child. Comfort them when they're hurting, but don't dwell or drag it out. Allow them to recover. The road is long and they need all the help they can get navigating it. Be their compass. So when, um, like I said, like I've never said anything bad about my ex-husband to Kingston. I always told him he's not always going to be a baby you know, he's going to start seeing you for who you are. And it actually happened quicker than I thought. I thought Kingston was going to be like 13, 14, but it was 10, 11. And I was like, well, all right. Um, I wasn't prepared for this, but here we are. Um, I never had to talk down. I never had to tell him this and that because I knew he'd show his true colors, which he did. So you kind of let, let it's, it's better when your kids see it for themselves. So there's there's no excuses. There's no, well, you told me. There's no, there's no kids like to point them point the finger and stuff. It's all on their own. So when Kingston saw it, it was on his own marriage. And it was on his own understanding. And mama had nothing to do with that. And you know, when it did occur, he was hurt. I didn't gloat. I didn't, yeah, I told you. I didn't, hmm, I knew it was a matter of time. I didn't any of that. I comforted my son. You know, is there anything that mommy can do? What would you like to do, Kingston? You know, and Kingston said he wanted a break. I don't. I don't want to talk to him. I don't have anything to say. And I never pushed him on him. Oh no, that's your dad. You can't do that shit. No, because my son is a person with his own feelings. If he feels debased. If he feels disrespected and everything and he wants to set a boundary or put some space in between the person who has disrespected him and himself, he can do that. So many times we try to tell like, oh, that's your mother or that's your father. No, fuck that. That's why we have so many children today as adults with toxic ass fucking parents that they need to fucking let go. But they can't because that's your mama. That's your daddy. That's your brother. Fuck that. Fuck that. I cut anybody off in a second who is detrimental to my peace and to my sanity. Anybody. Mama asked too, but mama, my best friend, you've come a long way. Stars look up at you, girl. But yes, so don't try to push that. Oh, that's your daddy. Oh, that's your mama. You supposed to love. Don't, Don't do that. Respect and honor their feelings. Respect and honor their boundaries. If they ain't trying to fuck with mama the long way or daddy the long way, who says that it's permanent? They can do that as long as they ain't being disrespectful. Like, fuck you, bitch. No, we're not doing that. But if you want to say respectfully, like, hey, then it's so crazy how we want kids to respect us, but we disrespect them, huh? Hmm. It's like, where do, you, where do you think they get the disrespect from? I know I'm all over the place, but I'm just thinking about that. So um, help them navigate this shit. Because it's only going to be a certain amount of time before they see the other parent for who they are. Again, do not gloat. Again, do not, I told you so. Again, do not, oh, I knew this was coming. And and stick your chest out. Don't do that shit because you'll lose them too. And then both of y'all motherfuckers be on the outside looking, and then what? Hmm? So you got to be their compass. You got to help them. You got to be that same parent. You got to be that parent that's about some shit. That's going to help them maneuver and navigate. Next expect to be dragged through the mud (laughs) ain't that when i prefaced this with that motherfucker trying to drag me through the mud and i was like no i told him i said nigga i could sue you for what the fuck you wrote on my page the defamation the slander the libel all of it patrick could fucking sue you what the fuck is wrong with you you're just gonna leave lies but that was an act of desperation Calling in reports, abuse reports, making false allegations, mm -hmm, spreading rumors about you to her or his circle and yours, mm -hmm, your page, your followers. And most of these lies will be in the form of accusations directly at you. You're a bad father. You're a bad mother. You're selfish. You're insecure. This is called gaslighting. Stand firm in your truth. You do not have to defend yourself or explain your choices. Do not worry about being the bad guy. And do not make decisions out of fear. We talked about that. Frequently ask yourself, if my ex wasn't in the picture, what would be the best way to handle the given situation for myself and my children? 99 times out of 100, that same decision is still the right decision. Next, live your fucking life. You are an autonomous human being who deserves happiness, pleasure, and fun. You're allowed to make mistakes along the way. You're allowed room to grow. And you don't have to be a perfect parent or person. Don't let your kid come home with D's on his report card and you be like, oh, I'm a bad parent. He was right or she was right. No, do not be be stifled by the box your ex paints you into or the version of you that you were way back then. You're permitted to change. And frankly, changing is the whole point. You can't fix your ex, so stop trying. Instead, shift the focus inward. Take the job, make the move, write the article. Nothing will upset your ex more than you living your life on your own terms. So be authentically you and do it with a smile. Because as they say, happiness is the best revenge. So, um... Y'all got to be happy. Nobody is going to like anybody who has changed, especially for the better, because not only have you changed, but you have removed themselves from the box. You removed yourself, excuse me, from the box that they put you in. So a lot of times when people say you've changed, when I hear people tell me that, no, I haven't changed. I've just outgrown the box that you put me in. That's exactly what it is. Um... I know with my situation, um, once I got my master's degree, I think I was in my, hmm, I had just closed maybe the first year of my PhD program, because it wasn't right after. I was maybe within the first year of my PhD program, I moved. I moved to Virginia. And like, you know, I I got a really good job because now I have this master's degree, I'm making good money, I'm able to take care of Kingston, no more two jobs, no more doing this, doing that, hustling and all of that stuff. And you would have thought that I I, I became a prostitute you would have thought like like oh damn dude like you ain't helping me take care of this kid you could at least be happy that i'm making more money where you know i'm i'm able to afford him this lifestyle that i i i need me 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 that i have been working towards you know but it was just like the bitterness like you know he said he felt lonely I was taking his family away, including myself. I'm thinking I'm not your family. The judge broke us up. Remember I filed and the judge stamped it. We broke up. I'm not your family no more. But, um, but yeah, it was like, and it wasn't just him, his family too. You know, cause it was like, damn, you know, this girl didn't came down here. You know, we wouldn't help her because like when I was working my two jobs, um, I didn't know anybody down there again. And I would just be like, hey, you know, your mom isn't working. Do you think maybe she can pick Kingston up from daycare and just hold him? And I'll pick him up when I get off of work. I got off of work at 10. Nah, she can't do that. Why? This is her only grandkid. She's not working. Why? You know, made life hell for me. And like my mom would be like, they're just showing you that you don't need them. And I'm like, bitch, I do need them. You know, so, you know, I had to pay Um, one of my coworkers who worked the morning shift to pick him up from school and hold him for me. That was another expense that, that, that I would have to pay that he wasn't helping me with. So it was kind of like, I watched the whole family, like, damn, we tried everything that we could to fuck her up. And she not only went on and finished, you know, her undergraduate degree, she went and got another one. And then she went and got a master's degree. And what's this? She she she's getting her PhD now? Oh, and then she didn't move and she she she's working for this um entity and she's living here and like, uh, oh, and then you look at your son like, hey, what the fuck you doing? And you ain't had no kids. You ain't had you ain't had no responsibility, just the responsibility of self. You know? So um be prepared for that. Be prepared for that. You know? Um, but you live your life and you be healthy. Listen to me. A girl then got 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 in the gym, okay? A girl didn't then got these gains, you know, legs looking right, body looking right, everything, you know, just looking good. I'm eating good. Um, um, got my skincare shit going. Listen, you can't tell I look good, okay? Hmm. The type of woman I am today, he couldn't get a whiff or a sniff. So, um, <laughs> as I get a text message from him now. So I'm going to close this by saying, know what triggers, what triggers, particularly negative reactions, Um, trigger your ex, right? So you kind of probably still know their mood. You kind of still know um things that make them tick. Stay away from that shit. Stay away from that shit. You know, you have to be aware of what sets them off so you can have more control over how they will respond to you. You know this person. Use it to your advantage. Get out of your feelings, step out of your feelings and look at this motherfucker like a case study. People always talk about me in psychology and behavior science and, you know, talk shit. And I'd be like, psychology and behavior science has gotten me out of more situations than you can fucking imagine. When I'm able to step out of myself and look at somebody like a case study and look at somebody and just break them down by their psyche and their behavior Oh, you can't tell me shit. Break them down to a science. And people always, how do you, how do you, how do you work with, with difficult people? How do you, I went to school for it. That's one. And I grew up around difficult people. I married a difficult ass person. I know you cannot negotiate with fucking terrorists. I know that. I don't, I did not I did not been around terrorists. So yeah. So know their triggers and, and use them to your fucking advantage. I'm not saying have them out here spazzing out and stuff. I'm just saying minimize, um, you know, beefing and all of that other shit. Next, only engage in communication about what's important for raising your child or your children. It's way too easy to get in conversations or shouting matches about shit that don't got dick to do. That's no pun intended with them churn. Or or, or arguing about unfinished issues that come from your marriage or your relationship. What the fuck we talking for we supposed to be talking about this motherfucking uh uh these chuck E. cheese tokens you know or we supposed to be talking about this motherfucking project that's due at the kids school and who gonna help them what the what the fuck are we talking about who cheated on who um back in 2000 motherfucking 15 and shit like that that's not what we're talking about that's not what we're there for so despite how painful and frustrating these issues are they have nothing to do with parenting your children today Okay, so ask yourself when they or ask them what does this have to do with so and so? Like I asked him in a second, what does this have to do with Kingston? You know, like no, we're not, we're not. Listen, I'm I'm not there. You know, I, hey, I'm not there, and I leave it at that. Keep going, learn to shut the conversation down. I got a safe word. Good night. When I'm done, good night. Um, so I'd like you to encourage your children's relationship with the other parent. Right? Because you need that break too. Um, you know, when they go see their 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 other parent and spend time and all of that other stuff. But again, you are your child's protector and you are your child's first line defense. And I will always say this, and I say that my veterans, hey, it's it's veterans day today. Happy fucking veterans day to myself and my fellow vets out there. And I know my fellow vets out there are going to um relate to what I'm about to say. My job is to protect my son from enemies both foreign and fucking domestic, both foreign and fucking domestic, foreign people who um are outside of him, teachers, people on the street, anybody out there who have him fucked up in domestic, people in the household, people in the family, his father, um his aunts, cousins, close friends. His father shit me sometimes, you know, when I be fucking uh, ill and as he be telling me. So, yes, that is your job to protect your child. And so many times we want to say, oh, um, you know, the mom is being toxic or, oh, you know, the dad is being toxic because they aren't allowing me to do with my kid whatever the fuck I want to do that has an adverse impact on them. No, they're protecting their child. And I'm going to take this opportunity to say this. It's a whole shit going on, a whole lot of shit going on about um, people telling the, the present parent, particularly the woman, you're keeping my kid away from me and they are toxic, narcissistic and detrimental to the child. And I am here to tell you, so the fuck what? Again, your job is to protect your child from enemies, both foreign and fucking domestic. If their mother, if their father has a detrimental impact on them, if they are toxic to them, because again, these motherfuckers only care about themselves. They don't care about the child. It is your right. It ain't even your right. It is your right. But it's your job. It is your duty to keep your child the fuck away from them. You don't allow people to come in and out of your kid's life. You don't allow their father to come in and out of their life, their mama to come in and out of their life. You don't allow the other parent to just, disregard and disrespect and debase them, uh, uh, tell them they're going to do this and then don't do it, uh, set them up to be disappointed. You do not allow that. And if you're sitting back and allowing them to do this shit, just because they are the biological mother or the biological father, you are just as wrong. You are just as wrong. Again, your job is to protect your child, right? So with me, and I told my ex-husband this, you're sitting here, you're name-calling my son. You're coming in and out of his life. You, you're not including him in shit. He got to hear shit about you from third party. He, his self-esteem is is, is, is in the shithole. His confidence is in the shithole. All of this shit, no, you're not going to come in and out of my fucking child's life. I'm like grandma's fucking screen door. You ain't going to be coming in and fucking out. So, yes, if you want to say that I keep my child away from you, I do. And if you need me to say it on tape, if you need me to say it, assign it or whatever, put my initials, whatever, I will fucking say it. Because you are a half ass parent and you're not going to half-ass my child. Because you don't have to deal with picking up the pieces when you don't show up. I do. You don't have to nurse this kid back to fucking sanity when you talk shit to him. When you belittle him, when you, when you, when you, when you degrade him, when you don't show the fuck up, I do. I got to pay that therapy copay, Okay? I got to fucking rock my baby and wipe his fucking tears and tell him it's all right, baby, because I value you and I think you're the best thing that ever happened to me. You're the best gift ever. And if daddy doesn't see that right now, it's all right, because I do. You don't have to deal with that. I do. So listen. Don't let these motherfuckers emotionally blackmail y'all. And you keep keep your child away from anybody who doesn't mean them any good. I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's they daddy, if it's they mama, if it's grandma, grandpa, siblings, aunts, uncle. I don't give a fuck who it is. You damn right you keep your damn child away from anybody that don't mean them no fucking good. I'm not going to trade my child's sanity and his well-being in... For your biological fucking connection to him. Oh, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. You got me straight tripping, boo. So, um, yeah. And again, 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 again. Man, can't nobody keep you from your kids. Okay. Be proactive. Get a court order and hold that ass in contempt if she refuses to abide by it. Okay. Same thing with my sisters. Sisters, this child support shit. I know... This white man in the business shit. I just, I lord have mercy. Like I say, white man been in the business since the baby was born. I don't give a fuck if you are awarded a dollar a fucking month. That's a dollar a month you can fucking um, count on. I don't give a fuck what you're awarded. That's your money. That's your child's money. You know what I mean? And... I may not get child support for Kingston, but that shit is adding up. The order is adding up. And you know, who's to say when he turns 18 or however old and he decides maybe he doesn't want to go to college. Maybe he wants to start another business because he already has Kingston's Kitchen. Say he wants to start this or he wants to do this or he wants to explore the country. That's whatever is in the arrearage that I ain't got to worry about giving him. Oh, You go right there from your father, right on. Go ahead, baby. Or if he does want to go to college and we're like, all right, so I'm going to pay for this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just got to check this for your books. Bam. You know, you ain't got to work a job. You know, there you go. That's your kid's money. You might be all right without it, but they aren't. So you have to get, 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 get your kid's money and let that shit fucking um, stack up. If they don't pay it. Cool. But it's owed to you. You, I look at it <coughs> kind of as a trust fund for Kingston. You know he can't get it right now, but he'll all, he'll get it all in a motherfucking lump sum when he gets older, and that's money that's gonna set him up. You know, just like how white folks do with they fucking kids, they give them something when they get to be grown. Here's something, his here's little nest egg, his little something for you, a little pick me up, little pep 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 pep, for you to get your shit together, for you to get your shit started. Our babies need this shit too, so women. Stop thinking you too motherfucking proud to to talk about motherfucking child support and all of this other shit. Oh, I, you know, my kids, I'm going to do for my kids. Regard- that, that, that's cool for you, right? But they got other shit that they need that I'm sure your ass can't fucking afford. Or or it will probably be a hardship for you to fucking do later on in life. And it will be, it will be so helpful to the both of you if you had that money just stacking, just piling up. You know, and you don't know what the fuck. This motherfucker might hit the goddamn lottery, but you ain't got no child support order. You know, he could be in a rearage $20,000 by now, but you ain't put no fucking order in. So you won't get shit. Then what? Huh. Don't be nobody's fool, sis. Don't be nobody's fool. All right. So I got to, I got to ring, ring this shit in. Cause I'm over my hour. Every, every, every week I say next week. I'm definitely Man, next week. I'm definitely, I'm gonna make it short. Um, another thing as I close, as we, as we prepare the church for the, the benediction, don't be beefing with the new boo, you know, look at her and him, bitch, why is you even here hoe, don't beef with the new boo, that ain't got shit to do with this situation, you know, of course they, they get them a new girl, new guy, and then all of a sudden this motherfucker will act like they been here the whole fucking time and they the baby mom or the baby daddy, Mm-mm, don't even engage in that shit. Um, don't engage in any fuck shit, you know, in the conversation, as soon as it goes left and remove yourself, when you get to the point where you see that this person has gone left abruptly, when I say abruptly, think, be a Virgo abruptly in that shit, you know, I will purse my lips together. Hmm. You have a good day. You enjoy the remainder of your day. You enjoy the remainder of your week, sweetheart. And I leave nothing else they'll try to bait you especially when they see that you're about to leave you're about to take away your attention and try to say all types of shit you keep it fucking moving you know so for your sanity for for the for the good of the fucking kid for the good of you um lately leave all that shit alone you know um you got this you can do this shit you know um, I'm not even going to do it. I saved you a Cedar award this week because I saved you a Cedar award goes to these toxic ass fucking parents. If you're a toxic ass parent and you're fucking listening to this shit, stop this shit. You are only hurting yourself. Only hurting yourself. I tell my husband all the time, um, I get to see Kingston every day. You know, I've seen his highs, his lows, um, his accolades, all of that. You're missing out. The only person you're hurting is you. So if you're the toxic parent, stop. Grow the fuck up. Go see somebody. Get your shit together. Because you're only hurting yourself. You're hurting your child, which is going to end up hurting you more because they grow up, baby. Children aren't babies forever. They grow up and they see you for who the fuck you are. And you don't want to be 60, 70 years old trying to have a relationship with your 30-year-old, 40-year-old fucking kid that don't want shit to do with you and it's awkward as shit. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. So press that reset button and stop this shit, all right? So I am your girl, A. Nicole. Again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. You can catch me on Instagram. My IG is Nikki Thoughts, and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. My website, www.anicoleinc.com, and ink is... As an in incorporated INC. So it's A Nicole A-N-I-C-H-O-L-E I-N-C.com. Uh, my events is on there. I have a women's expo that I'm doing in DC on January 5th. You can get your tickets on there. I'm taking I'm taking my ladies to Jamaica in July. I'm having a Queen's Power Trip there, four cities, eight days, um, Spa Day full moon ritual, workshops, yoga, Yoni steam. We, we, we give it, we get our life. All of that is on my webpage. Um, my online store, Black BlackSauce, Um, Hell, just go onto my, my main website, A. Nicole Inc., and you'll get all of my brands, everything that I'm doing. So, um, until next time, you guys take care of yourself. Veterans, go out. Get y'all some free shit today. Go eat good. And y'all have y'all a good day. Peace! year old men